This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, if you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstroll.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20. You'll get 20% off. They ship worldwide. They got everything from old wrestling figures, old WWF magazines, old Coliseum home videos. They got signed sports memorabilia from baseballs to hockey pucks, anything you need or want. Comic books they have as well. They update daily. So please visit them at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Red Dead Redemption, Resident Evil, and so many others. Everything you see there is available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out. That website again is bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, please visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device it's embedded right there click on that link it takes you right to the merchandise store i got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs to phone cases anything you need or want it is there at your disposal so please support the cause but if you can't do any of that stuff the easiest thing the most free thing takes you two seconds rate subscribe review on all major platforms most specifically apple podcast stitcher TuneIn, soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. So this week, I have enrolled returning guests from the Leveling Up Benjamin Banks podcast, Rebellious D, and the man himself, your local superhero, Benjamin Banks. Yo, what is good, Stevie? Thank you for having us back on yes, the podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to say something at first because you introduced well, uh, D first. Right. But, you know, I love how you, you railed it back in and then you saved the best for last. You gave me that big introduction. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? So thanks for having us out here. Well, I, I know you guys are two-thirds because Travis missed. Next time, he'll, he'll be on for sure. But the the name of your podcast is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. So your name right. is in the title of the podcast. So obviously, you're the main event. You're the star. So you have to be introduced right. last. No disrespect right, to you, man. obviously, D. Hey, okay, no questions, Steve. <laughs> no questions. Like 
I like that. And you know, that's that's it's funny because D always says that all the time whenever we talk about stuff. He's just like, it don't matter what happens on the podcast, your name is the one that's attached. Right? That's it's just, right. It's just He's like, got a deed to the house, Stevie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just living here. You know there what I'm saying? D be like, hey, like we can rob a bank. But at the end of the day, they're going to be coming after you because it's right. leveling up with Benjamin Pace. It's not leveling up with D and Trav. So, yeah. Hey, thanks for having us up here, man. It's always a fun time when we come up here with you. Of course, of course. Most definitely. Okay, before we get into anything, I've had a huge like spike in new listeners and stuff. So, people who don't know, introduce yourselves, what your podcast is all about, what you guys cover, and why you guys are here today. So pretty much leveling up with Benjamin Banks, it is a nerd podcast where we interview voice actors, actors, you know, anybody that has any uh, thing to do with nerd culture, that's who we interview on our podcast. We also have a YouTube where we review anime, anime movies, video game uh, related content, movies and stuff like that. So pretty much anything that's nerd culture, we cover it on our YouTube as well. Uh, the podcast, uh, when we first started, it was more for, uh, you know, all of the stuff that I just mentioned, what we yeah. do on our YouTube. But now the podcast is just strictly for interviews, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm also a professional wrestler. Uh, I wrestle here in uh, the United States of America, here in the Mid-Atlantic area. I've been wrestling now for going on eight years, so uh, it's been an incredible journey so far, and uh, you know, I wanted to, you know, do this podcast because I'm a huge nerd. I'm a blurred. Uh, you know, I've been I've been this way my whole life. And uh, I love, you know, everything in nerd culture. And, uh, you know, just uh, um, I don't know when this episode is going to come out on uh, Stevie's podcast. But um, me and D, we had the opportunity to go to a convention recently. And, you know, we interviewed cosplayers, comic book artists. Uh, who else did we interview, D? Uh, authors, uh, cosplayers, uh, comic illustrators, uh, a couple of those people were illustrators of their own comics and things like that too, as well as the owners of their companies. So there we go. Good times. Yes. Great yeah, time. Good time. Good times. And then, uh, we had D's son, Isaiah, who was our cameraman. Nice. And, uh, it, this was his first time at a con. And I was oh. telling D that when we were recording, uh, Isaiah was talking on the camera and stuff, giving his own commentary. So I thought that that was funny. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that he had a good time. I'm glad that we had a good time. And uh, we're looking forward to going to more cons and interviewing people. So who knows? Like, maybe one day we might be at a con up there in Canada and we'll be interviewing people there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we, we, we have a few big ones. We have one called Fan Expo. That's usually like every August. That's like mm-hmm. three or four days. And again, it's a hodgepodge of everything that's nerd related from video games to comic books to you name it. It's going to be there, right? Old actors yeah. from old TV shows that we used to love growing up. Like, you know what I mean? All that sort of shit, right? So, yeah, yeah we have our cons up here too. So maybe, yeah, hey, you guys want And then we could actually do one of these live in person. Exactly, exactly. As well, Stevie. And, uh, and, you know, also, too, like I said, I'm, I'm a professional wrestler. So, you know, it would be awesome to wrestle up in Canada. One day I do have my passport. I just need to, you know, uh, sync up and link up with the right people. So that way uh, Benjamin Banks can come up there to Canada. And uh, hopefully I can bring my tag partner, Diamond Victor Griff, up there because we are the Golden Pinky Society. And, uh, you know, it's always pinkies up. Uh, when in doubt, pinkies out. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's me. D, take the floor. 
<laughs> yeah, I just wanted to touch on uh, the con that we were we had the privilege of going to, which was sure. in uh, Greensville, uh, North Carolina, and it was um it was a great time. And uh, yeah, back to our pod, we just like all things nerd culture. I mean, I, I mean, you you pretty much wrapped it up, Banks. Um, and before Stevie goes any further into his, uh, make sure you you like his channel. You subscribe to his podcast exactly, and hit them likes, get them likes up. I know. I, I like People that. don't understand. I like People don't understand. It's like the easiest thing you could do. It's anonymous, so no one even knows you're doing it. If you, if that's what that's you're right. scared of, so why don't exactly. fucking more people do? I don't understand this about people. Makes no, sense, Makes no sense, man. Makes no fucking sense. It's it's, it's, it's crazy because it's just like all you have to do is just subscribe, right? Like you know how many people I subscribe to on YouTube, and if like maybe I might watch one of their videos, right? Yeah, and I'm like, yo, like this was awesome. So I'll subscribe to their channel. I may not never watch one of their videos again. Sure. Or maybe I might. You never know. It might come up in my YouTube feed. But it's just like, at least I gave them that subscribe. Because at the end of the day, it's just like everybody that is doing YouTube or podcasts, they're all trying to make it big. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. uh, It's it's like, you know, this is a hobby and we do enjoy doing it. And you have to love, enjoy doing it. Um, until you do actually make it big and then sure. when it does become a job and you know you you can use your podcast or or your YouTube to you know pay your bills and stuff like that then you know you can take it serious but until then whatever you're doing if you're somebody that is just starting a podcast just do it for fun just have a good time and enjoy the ride and right. don't give up just because your numbers are low or sure. because nobody's time. listening it, it takes time, takes time. I mean with anything like with wrestling with music you know sports whatever and, you want to get and into my right. only advice well not only but the one free advice i'll give out is set realistic goals and everyone's That's dreams right. are different like for example i'm sure because now i'm older i mean like i'm gonna be oh fuck almost in my mid 40s soon so obviously i'm not gonna break it and become some great superstar in my 20s or 30s so i want this more to be as if my almost retirement fund so maybe this is something i could do instead of retiring or just to pay the bills you know what i mean i don't need to break through the fucking glass ceiling and become a multimillionaire. You, you know what i'm saying but for other people like young people who are starting yeah, maybe they want to become millionaires because they have such a long life still ahead of them, right? So set realistic yeah. goals. Don't look at what other people are doing. Everyone's different. Yep. Find what yeah, you like right. to do and find your little niche. What try and do something That's no right. one else is doing. That's the other thing I, I would say. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And all, and also too, um, you know, you do want to invest in yourself, but don't go overboard with it because right. the thing the thing is is like you could. I like say like you want to, you know, just throw a thousand dollars into advertising and all of that stuff. Sure. You could do that and then nothing will even happen from it. You, you might get a, a couple of likes, a couple <laughs> of followers. I mean, because it's like we've done that before. We've invested money into advertising. See, I've like, heard we've stories. Gotten like a, yeah. We've gotten a bunch of views on stuff, but like our numbers didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like at the end of the day, all that really does is... Um, you're putting money in, in like Facebook and Instagram and yep. Twitter's pockets and whatnot. Yep. And you will get those numbers on your channel, but like those numbers, they don't go towards your podcast. Like if, say uh, if you put $20 into advertising and you get over 30,000 views on your channel or whatnot, sure. out of those 30,000 views, you might get 10 people that actually go and check your podcast That's out. True. And out of those 10 people, you might only get two that actually stick around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it so, doesn't translate. Like, just, no. 
yeah so just have fun enjoy the ride and uh and support each other support each other there's enough cheese to go around man fuck people don't get that either you don't have to be greedy man shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey that's easier said than done stevie goddamn people i know that's so true i guess that's what makes us human right yeah, well, before we get into what I really want to talk about, because I want to touch on two Netflix animes that came out. I know we're a bit late to the party. You guys have even talked about it on your shows probably weeks and weeks ago. But this is what I do. I like to do yeah. everything in a lump sum. So we'll talk about Resident Evil. We'll talk about He-Man soon enough. But D, I want to touch on one thing. Your yes. model building. When did this all yes. come about? Like, how did you get into this? Like, what's going on, man? Oh, it was just something I always wanted to do. And... uh this year, I kind of just took it by the horns, man. I started with the uh, Heavy Arms, which is pretty much by far my favorite Gundam out of any series. And uh, it was by far the hardest one that I had to build, really. It was all downhill because I started at the top. Mm. And um, I just kind of <laughs> been snowballing, man. It's it's fun. It's relaxing. You know, the family goes to bed. Sometimes I just sit at my kitchen table and just work for an hour or two, put on some, uh, some old 80s music or something, man. And I just right, sit. Right. It's peaceful. There you go. There you go. And yeah, do you want to keep doing it? Do you see this like long term or is this just, I guess? Um, yeah, mid- I'm pretty artistic. I can draw okay. as well. But oh, nice. it's um, pretty good. I always had steady hands. And, ah, uh, perfect. It's, yeah, it's peaceful, man. I, I think so. I think I'm going to ride this one out, Stevie. Nice. So, so with the steady hands, sir. I guess you have no problems with the ladies, do you? Hey, <laughs> hey just take it easy. Hey, hey, Mrs. Mrs. D <laughs> would not like to hear that. Miss, miss, or she might. No, fuck that shit. I know you guys are PG, and I'm sorry to all the leveling up banks listeners that have come on over, but this is rated R. This is what you're going to get. F-bombs are going to be dropped. Sexual content's going to be revealed. So, And just wait until the word story of the week, because it, inv- it involves right. fetishes. So look forward to oh, that. Jesus Christ. Hey, <laughs> what you hear over here on the pod. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. Uh-huh. Always keep that pinky up. Damn right. Keep the pinky up and subscribe to this man's channel. Keep the pinky up so she could sit on it. Anyways, let's go for it. <laughs> let's start off with Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Because this came out, like, what, uh, probably a few weeks now, almost over a month ago. Yeah, it came out, uh, ju- uh, I want to say early July it came out. Oh, there you go. Okay, so, yep. full disclosure, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I don't know where you guys stand on this as well. I like Okay, so, I don't really want to do episode per episode, because right off the bat, I feel like this yep. was a movie that was chopped up into four parts. Of course. Right? Yep. So, yep. I can't really Damn talk right. about episodes. I'm just just talk about the whole thing. Now, unlike He-Man, where it was actually meant to be a series, where we could talk about each episode differently. I just want to talk about this all as a whole. But, first impression right off the bat, love the computer animations. Feels okay. like you're playing a Resident Evil game. Even to the point where there's some one-on-one dialogues where, like, that... That light piano music in the background is playing. Like, when you go to your safe keep and you save... Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I love that little touch. So, stuff like that, perfect for Resident Evil fans. Yeah. The story I didn't I really like too like. much. I like I never understood this about <clears throat> Resident Evil where they have the perfect story to start off with with the mansion and progress through. I hate these little spurts of oh let's do like a spin-off story, let's do this. I don't know why they don't try stay true to the video games. I don't know where you guys feel about that. Um I get what you're saying. This yeah, is kind of like yeah, go ahead, in the in the movies, it's like, or even in the video games, where it's like they try to have these side plots and right. all this other stuff. Um, I, I mean, like I agree with I you, actually, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, D. No, I was just gonna say you finish. 
I follow. Oh, no, I was just gonna say I I agree. I you know I thought the animation was really good. I thought the voice acting was really good yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, like how you said, it was split up into four parts, but technically it really was a movie. Yeah. Um, that's okay. how I looked at it as yep. well. Okay. Um, I feel like that it if they wanted to do the episode thing, it needed like a couple more episodes to right? flesh it out, and like and that's the reason why I feel like it was kind of an issue where it's like we know that it's a movie. But mm-hmm. they just cut it into four parts. But if they just would have went that episode route, because I just feel like that there was so much more that needed to be explained. And, um, you know, like all in all, it was just okay to me. It, it did look like it was a video game. The animation was on point. But right. I'm just not really a fan of any of the Resident Evil computer animated films. Me too. Because I'm the same. They just, they just don't feel like... They don't like like if this was a video game that I was playing, like say if it was DLC that was released, sure. then I'd be fine with it. I get if it. I was playing it, but for uh, for a movie, it's just like they they never connect well. Thank and, you. Like, I was going to say there's is, a disconnect somewhere. Yeah, there's a disconnect. There's never there's never because uh, like I want to say what there's four of them now, and, so, and like yeah. in each movie. <clears throat> It's like it's always the same exact plot that goes on in each movie. I mean, with all of the games are kind of the same like that as sure. well. But it's the movie plots. It's like it's always the same. It's like somebody that somebody was wrong. Yep. They become this giant monster. Thank you. And they get killed at the end of the movie. And yep. oh, and don't forget the under the underground uh, fucking uh, facility yeah, that's in every one too. Facility. Yeah, yeah. There's always an underground facility. <laughs> And, uh, you know, with this movie, and I, I know I'm kind of rambling on. No, go, it, I love I it. Do, I do want to I agree with everything. It, it's like, like that ending fight, like, it was just so uh, anticlimactic. Right? Like, I was not a, I was a, not a fan of it at all. Okay, and hold on. Before we go any further, let's touch on that quickly before I forget. Because I didn't understand. Okay, first off, Jason, he was sort of like a tweener. He wasn't really... A, a face or a heel. Like, you know what I mean? He was, yeah, he wasn't a bad guy. Right? So why was Leon against him? Wouldn't he let him do what he needed to do to get rid of this virus and then just kill him afterwards or something? Like, I didn't understand I, any of this shit. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah, I want to cut in here, guys. Sure, go. I'm definitely on the other side of the fence on oh, this. Oh, I love it. I just okay. feel like, because it's kind of, um, I don't want to say hypocritical, but sure. if you like, if you play Resident Evil games mm-hmm. and you liked them, and, like, especially Resident Evil 4 is one that I'm pointing at right here. Okay. Because Leon's always over the top. Sure. And anytime, I mean, it's just like playing a game, but you're just watching it. That's what I'm saying. You, I don't think you can have one without the other. They're kind of the same thing. I see thing. what you're saying, yeah. Um, the, even the villain sequences, some, some of the ones in the game are lackluster. But it's yeah. just like, I love Leon yeah, Kennedy right. as one of my favorite video game characters of all time. And it's like every time, whenever I get a chance to see him kill something, I just kind of watch, to be honest. Because I, I don't think you should put that much like criticism or faith, if you will, some people into Resident Evil because they've always been kind of... See, but how know? about this? How about if I present this Go to ahead. you? What if they made Wilson the last character and the bad guy instead of Jason? And then Leon wouldn't look like an idiot. Like, I'm not saying Leon's a bad character. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, they yeah. wrote him incorrectly. Like, it just didn't make oh, sense. Yeah. He seemed I, like a fool. The thing, yeah, the thing I do agree with y'all on this is like the the... The last fight was very um, disorganized. It just didn't seem right. It was kind of like they got they rushed out of the office on that one. Right. It's like, I mean, then you have Claire in the corner of the room, the acid rising. <laughs> I know. And it's like Leon's still up. It's not like 
you expect him to look that's it man there's i gotta find a way to get her but it was never really he just kind of got down there when he got down there yeah the so he never and, even acknowledged it until he went down there so that was piggyback off of, of what you just said d mm-hmm. the whole thing with claire it was just weird because it's like she was she was in the acid and like the acid was pretty much touching her well, she was sitting in a wooden chair. Was it a wooden she, chair? No, it was like it was a metal chair, and she was sitting yeah. there. The acid came up to I want to say like it came up to her, her to below her knees, and she was sitting there. Then she gets out of the acid, and then once she gets out of the acid, the chair melts. And I'm just like, well, how did like how did the lower half of her She's body melt? Because uh, Jason fell in there, and it was a wrap. But uh... yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you had true. that, and then. And then also, too, like, to piggyback off of, you know, when you mentioned Claire, yeah. it's like the advertising for this movie, they showed that, you know, Leon and Claire were going to, you know, be the mainstays. And yeah, yeah. I feel like that that's one of the things that people were hyped about because it's like, while Leon, he is the face of Resident Evil. I mean, I know some people say that Chris Redfield is, is the Well, face you know what? I say, oh, I guess there's four. There's Leon, Claire, Jill, yeah. and Chris. I think those are the main yeah, four. Chris. But Leon is the most popular one out of out of the four. Yeah, I, I could see that. And, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, is like we really didn't even get Jill in the movie. It's like Jill was more of a damsel in distress in this movie. She really didn't have. You mean Claire? Any, Claire. I mean, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, because he You're said good. Jill. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Claire. She was the damsel in distress. Yeah. She got captured. Uh, she really didn't have any badass scenes well, he, or she anything. She should have listed. Leon told her not to do it. Yeah, it's just. I, I, well, I just, it. I just know, like on Twitter, like a lot of people were disappointed with how they treated Claire in this movie. And well, so it's was true, I, especially coming because they say this is yeah. after the events of Resident Evil Four. So she went yes. through everything in Resident Evil Two, and now she reverted <laughs> back to, like you said, damsel in distress. Damsel in distress. Makes no sense. And don't, yeah. and don't forget about uh, Cole Veronica. But the thing right. is. There's, I think there's a difference in characters as far as progression. Leon goes to special training and stuff, and this is above Claire's, you know what I'm saying? She went in there and immediately got snatched up. Mm-hmm. And she's just, she's like a Scooby-Doo mystery character. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, that's, she's like that's that. Why, and I, I kind of understand her getting snatched up right here. Because Leon's trained for this. She's not. She's just literally a reporter or whatever. Sure. Or at this point, that's where she comes off. But, um... Yeah. What was I going to say? I do. The other thing that I differ with you guys on on this subject is Jason as a villain. I felt like if they would have pushed it and made him more of a heel, it would have been understandable. Or that. Yes. I agree. PSD and stuff. Thank you. But it was just, I don't know. And then they kill the people on the subs. Right. So it it was. Actually, you know what? I enjoyed the sub scene, that episode, though, because it had the sort of like the aliens vibe to it. So I I did like that. So at the end, if they had Jason. If they just had him kill uh, Wilson, it would have it would all made sense because Leon yeah. would have had no choice but to kill him. But he bites him Thank and you. leaves him alive. Like, why would he do that? Yeah, that's well, what I mean. I think, why would he do that? It was well, worse, like Banks said. They they showed like pretty much he was dead, but then we find out that he's still alive. So yeah, so Jason did. So Jason did Sorry, think right. that he killed him. But uh, I wanted to say about the sub scene because we talked about yeah. this on our review for okay. it. Was that I. I like Leon, okay, he sees that they they end up killing everybody on the sub, right? Sure. But like these people on the sub, like like they didn't do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like they were just guys exactly. on the sub. Exactly. They were just guys on the uh, sub. So then, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. Leon he ends up killing Jason, and then I, I'm mad I can't remember the chick's name, but uh, Shinmi. He, he I got nothing. 
she they he ends up following her back to the mansion right and then when he follows her back to the mansion he's just like okay let's just work together but i'm just like yo like she just murdered all these people but that's what i mean they wrote leon as a fucking idiot that's where you know another thing i think they should have fleshed it out more it doesn't really make sense for leon to team up with these guys yeah and then also i wanted to say was that okay so when they're uh because i can't what were they they were in iraq right I want to say yes. Okay, so they were in Iraq, and this took place in, like, 2001, 2002. And then now it's, like, 10, 10 15 years later. Yeah. And her brother, he ended up dying, and he became a yeah. zombie. But yep. then now really it's just too. like they've been taking care of the brother this entire time. I know. And he's just laying in the bed, and he's hooked up to the machines and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how the hell did y'all keep this zombie alive for this long? Like, it, like that's what I mean, where it's just like if they would have had a few more episodes to flesh everything Thank out. Thank you. I think so, that too. Way, that way they could have, <laughs> you know, shown, you know, what they did. Because if they were able to keep a zombie alive for that long, and, like, he wasn't in the bed moaning or screaming or right. anything like that. Because there was you no know, payoff for that either. Thank you. Yeah, that was such a waste. They didn't even go back. Yeah. No. It's like a mat- because like pretty so much stupid. like what they were able to do, they were able to find a way to keep somebody who died alive mm. for a long period of time. We don't know if they were if, if they were feeding them flesh. Whatever or anything, it was. You know? That's important uh, shit, maybe, man. Maybe it's like that old movie Death Becomes Her. I thought you were going to say Sean is dead. Had, no, they <laughs> just had a serum and it just brought them back. I don't know. It was just really weird that you don't get a payoff to that scene, really. Yeah, I don't know. I think the house catches on fire and it's over. I think they need to start from scratch. Like, go right back to the beginning. Start that whole mansion thing. Like, the whole stars unit is intriguing. Wesker as the the villain is intriguing. Like, and all that. And then progress and become, like, how they are nowadays. Like, pretty much superhuman or whatever. Like, sort of like the Fast series. You know what I mean? Like, you start off slow and then all of a sudden you're in fucking space. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. And her her name was Shen. Her name was Shen. Yeah, Shen. Okay. But it's just... Yeah, it was just so much. Uh, it seemed like <laughs> plot holes in this. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Where there like, was I thought, I thought it was good to have a breath of fresh air from Wesker because you know, don't break the camel's back. You know what I'm saying? They ride Wesker every chance. They but get. I love it, it was, though. But it was just, he's one yeah, of those. I mean, you know, yeah, he's sweet. But it would have been cool to see somebody. You know, try and push it forward, as you're saying. Like, do something else. Give us more villains. Like they yeah, came up with Wesker. Give me something else. I get that, but I, I've been see, this, and this for is a the long thing. Time, you know, this is the issue. It <laughs> works in the video games. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's like you say, give me a different villain. Like in Resident Evil Four, we okay. had a different villain. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Resident Evil Three, True. Nemesis was. was so are you villain, saying they like. can't come up with a one for their live action stuff? Hell no, they can't come up why with not? one for these movies. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the same plot. In every movie, just like I said at the when we first started talking about this uh, movie, it's like in each animated Resident Evil film, yeah. it's always somebody who ends up getting screwed over. They become this this mutated monster, and then there's a battle you, that takes okay. place underground. It's, well, it's always little, the same thing. That's fine, but that's a, that goes back to my point on this su- this subject because it's a little hypocritical because you get the same thing in the video games. And, and, okay, and, well, okay, perfect. Now, Th- that's a perfect. Hold on, that's a perfect transition because I want to touch on the video games quickly. What do you think? Okay, so I sort of break it down into three different versions of Resident Evil. I'll go with the original third-person horror movie uh, video game, then the third-person more action-based, and now the first-person horror. I was a fan of the third-person horror. A little bit of the action, I'm totally off it. Biohazard, I did not like. 
I'm scared to even uh, try Village because I don't think I'm going to like it as well. Like, I, like, I'm an original guy. Like, I'll go as far as maybe five is pushing it. Six, I don't like. But five, I could deal with. Yeah, six, six is horrible. Like, six is like a straight action Yeah, six exactly. That's what I mean. It's an action game. Dude. So six I think I'm honestly, I'm like speaking. Well, it has too many human parts in it. Well, like, that too. People parts, people parts. No, human parts. We're talking about <laughs> zombies right now. <laughs> Well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. It's not even with zombies, right? So nah. I don't know. I think I'm, I hate to say it. I love Resident Evil. It's one of my favorite franchises, but I think if they keep going down this path, I'm, I'm officially done. They lost me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I will, I will say one of the cool things is, is that, um, Nick Apostolides, he, Voice Leon S. Kennedy and the Resident Evil 2 remake that came out a couple years ago. And then he returned to voice him in this project. And he also did the mocap for um, uh, as Leon as well in this. Right. And uh, we interviewed him on the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast. So you can find that episode. Nice. Um, we have it on our YouTube and we have it on, you know, any podcast streaming apps. But he's a really awesome guy. And it's cool that they brought him back to do this role. I know that he had mentioned before that um, the original voice actor who voiced Leon, I believe he passed away. Mm. Oh, really? I, be- I believe the one the one who voiced Leon and back in the day the, in the Resident Evil Two game. Yeah, he mm. passed away, and then I, I'm not sure if the same actor voiced him in Resident Evil Four or if they had got another actor. Sure, sure. But Nick <laughs> is the official voice of Leon S. Kennedy, like, and, and all the projects moving forward. Um, but no, yeah, he did a really good job. I don't know if it was the same voice actress who who voiced Claire and uh, Resident Evil Two remake, but uh, yeah. but yeah, just shout out to Nick because like, again, he's a really awesome guy. Okay, mm. out of five, yeah. what do you guys rate it? Uh, I give it a two. Fair. Give me a three. Yeah, I'll say two, maybe even two and a half, just because I love Resident Evil. But if- I feel like it can be fixed. Yeah, you know? I don't think it. It just needs to be. The story just needs to be cleaned up. Plain and simple. Because I feel like the harsh criticism is because mainly the plot points, you know? Yeah. Um, if they cleaned up the villain, because he was, he looked like the bad guy straight out of the gate. But it was just like the way they chose to yeah. depict his personality just didn't work. So it's true. Yeah. And then another thing, too. Don't have him on um, the fence. Just have him be a brute. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. None of that on the fence. And then at the end, the only person that cared about him, he killed her. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's and what I was about to say. He killed yeah, her. And it's not like a situation where the bad guy needs this girl because she's like a an elite hacker or, you know, one of those. He just literally didn't need her. I know. Yeah, and and uh, that's what I was about to piggyback on the and say uh, before you had said it. Yeah. But it's like Jason, he was still in full control of himself. You know what I'm saying? He, he exactly. was just a mutant now. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like. Why did he kill her? It's not like he was like nemesis or anybody. Thank you. He he lost all senses and had to kill her. And she was trying to help her. Like she wanted the exact same thing that he wanted. You know, he, they both wanted to show the world that, you know, that this dude, uh, he was trying to set up a war with China and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So it's just like, why would you kill her? It's just like this. Jason could have been the dude that handled everything in the shadows, and then Shinmei, she could have been the person that took care of everything in the light. But it was just like, nah, we're just going to go this route, typical Resident Evil fashion, and that's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my two. Uh, we already that's know that they're going to come out with another movie uh, because there has I'll be to right be, here. Yeah. There has to be some, uh, you know, 
more exploration and, you know, uh, more storytelling to show what happens next. And I would assume that the next movie would take place between Resident Evil 5 and 6. And if that's going to be the case, that, I don't know, man. It's like these, these movies, they're just not that good. Especially, like I said on our review, and uh, the last Resident Evil film where you had like that gun battle where Chris and the dude, they just kept shooting at each other on top of the roof. Mm. And like they missed I knew you were going to bring that up. It, it, like, it was just, it's dumb. It's Steve, like I don't know if you've seen this clip. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. Of it's, it's dumb. It's like they're just shooting at each other, and like I, I don't understand like how they're missing each other. Like it's one part where it's like they both have the gun in each other's face, and they shoot, and then they both just dodge it. It's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, but they're they're not they're just normal people. You know what I'm saying? Like how? Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't get it. Let's move on to Masters of the Universe Revelation. Not even right. see. Right. Okay, before we even get to the whole. Okay, right off the bat. The whole He-Man thing, not being really in it, all those this and that. People should have known off the bat. It wasn't even in the fucking title. Why wasn't it Masters of the yeah. He- or He-Man Masters? Like, you know what I mean? So right there, yeah. people should have known that. I like that, Steve. But yeah, we'll, I already knew that. But, but we'll like get to that. that. So right off the bat, again, great animation. True to the original. I liked how they really didn't mess it up. They just like cleaned it up a bit. I hate when they take one animation and completely make it different. Like, I don't know. Like, one I could think of is Transformers. I love the original 80s cartoon aesthetic to it when they made it computerized and cg it totally threw me off it did not feel like transformers so i love that they kept that at least the same obviously the voice acting and the cast marvelous you can't really complain about that as well the kevin smith comedy influence sprinkled throughout i love that as well because i love comedy so the little one-off jokes and stuff like that was fantastic the only gripe i really have i loved it spoiler i loved it from start to finish i just don't like how they went right into the story i think it would have behooved them a little bit better and it would have pleased everyone if they started from the beginning and this should have been a season two. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, me personally on the He-Man, I wasn't like, I wasn't blown away by it. I'm just one of those people that kind of takes the projects as you get them when it comes to nostalgic hero, you know, um, recreations or, you know, sure. add-ons, you know, just retellings of the stories. But are stuff. you guys original He-Man fans? How about that? We didn't even ask okay, that. Okay, now, this is where I'm going to interject. Uh, I am not an original fan of uh, the original He-Man. Okay. Because uh, And the reason why I say that is because uh, when we grew up, we did watch a lot of cartoons from the 80s that were popular. Of course, you know, we got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure. We got Thundercats. We got those shows, but... They never showed He Man on TV when we were coming up. In really? The 90s. Yeah, they never. That's like, interesting. Like, all the TV channels that we had here, like they never showed He Man on. Okay. So the only time I had seen He Man was I don't know if y'all had any, had or have any Shoney's up there, but mm-hmm. um, Shoney's is an American restaurant here in the uh, U.S. where um, they had like a family room, right? And in the family okay. room, you could eat your food in there, and like they would have a TV that played cartoons. So they mm. had the He-Man tapes there. And sure. I remember when I was watching them, I was just like, uh, I don't understand like how people say that this show is really good because it was just okay. Oh, but, it, okay. but it wasn't until the He-Man series came out in 2002 that was on Toonami. That's ah. what really got me into He-Man. And that show okay. was really good. A lot of He-Man fans, they praise that show because they say that the original cartoon was more just for to sell toys. All cartoons are made just to sell toys. Of course. Yeah, you want to market your stuff. Yep. 
But with this He-Man that came out in the 2002, it had way more character development. And gotcha. that's one of the things that I loved about a lot of these shows that came out in the early 2000s because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was another one too where mm -hmm. it's like the 80s cartoon. Again, it was just made to sell the toys, the video games. But in the 80s cartoon, it was still a fun show to watch, just like He-Man. Sure. But the 2002 version of Ninja Turtles, like so much character development mm. with all the turtles it was it was way Makes more mature right. and it was and it was a show for kids you know what i'm saying right, so right, right. that's why i enjoyed that show okay. but no i was not a fan of the original uh he-man cartoon and you want to know who else was wasn't a fan of the original he-man cartoon mm. kevin smith kevin smith he never even watched the original wow. cartoon he he said that he never watched the original cartoon he was never a fan of he-man okay and like that's the reason why a lot of fans were uh you know kind of upset well not kind of upset they were upset and pissed off at him but uh so they stupid. felt misleaded because we know that kevin smith we know he's a huge nerd sure. but That's i fun. feel like that he's only a nerd for stuff that he really loves like we know Obviously. that he's a huge comic nerd yeah yeah but there's others uh nerd nerdums <laughs> that he's not a fan of and he mm. he man he's not a fan of but he lied to people and said that you know he's been a fan of he man since he was a kid but then fans like people they love to dig through you know people's old tweets and stuff like that of and course. kevin smith he he said in an old tweet that he was never a fan of he-man he never watched it so it's just like he lied and told people he was a fan of it then the trailers come out and in the trailers they're advertising that he-man is going to be <laughs> in it like people are hyped up yeah, the yeah. photos are coming out people can't yeah. wait to see he-man yeah. and uh, so, uh i want to say Somebody like the episode uh, info had leaked and showed like what was going to yeah. happen. And when people went to Kevin uh, Smith about it, yeah, yeah. he told them to just shut up and grow the fuck up. And it's just like you can't tell people that grew up watching these shows to just shut up and grow the fuck up because it's just like they want to see this stuff. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's I just know. like this is your target audience. Like this, right. he man. That's true. It, they, they didn't make this He-Man for kids and for toys and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. This was this was, this was made for people who grew up watching He-Man. Well, so yeah. I want to I want to piggyback right there. Hang on, put a bookmark right there, Banks. Okay, go ahead. Real quick now, how do you think Kevin Smith would feel if they just came or like they uh they changed a lot of Batman stuff? I know he's huge. He'd on be Batman. pissed. Is that? And I said that on Twitter. Uh, I said that on. No. I, I I said this was my thing. I said. I understand why people are pissed off that they killed He-Man in the first episode, and they killed Skeletor too. And yeah, you had some people that were just like, "Oh, it's you know, it's not that big of a deal," stuff like that. And I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, because they're not. Imagine, they don't care. Imagine if they came out with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? And like they advertise the Ninja Turtles because everybody loves the Ninja Turtles. And then the show comes out, they kill the Ninja Turtles in the first five minutes of the show, and now the show is just going to be about April O'Neil. <laughs> you know how I mean? I mean, people love April O'Neil. But do you know how yeah, pissed no. people would be? Yeah, like, no Raphael in the gang. You know yeah, and and so everybody has every right to be mad about right. this. The, the Stevie, you know, the animation was really good. The music was really good. Yep. Me as uh, somebody who watched it, I wasn't pissed off and upset like everybody else was. And I was an, but, an original fan. You know what? I I like <laughs> I like when you turn something on its head and you don't because mm -hmm. then you're you don't know what to expect next. So Correct. again. They die in the first episode. Obviously, you know they're going to come back. Like, come on. You can't just kill off the two major fucking characters. Correct. And not ever... Like, in, in any sequence, you could have brought them back in a dream sequence. 
Yeah, you could have brought them back in like flashbacks. You know they were going to come back eventually. And you see it, obviously, with Skeletor. And I guess in their, what they called it, Hell or Subternia. Like, you know what I mean? And then you had He-Man come back and Uh Preternia, right? So you had all that shit. So it's true. People need to relax a bit. Like, you could have just waited and see how the story progressed. Exactly. Even though, once again, He-Man dies on the last episode. So it's like, what the fuck? But still, he can't be completely dead. Like, you know what I mean? So people just have to... I don't know. I understand I mean, both sides. Like, I understand Kevin Smith's side being like, shut the fuck up. If you could do better, why don't you do it? But that's not fair either because you were tasked to deal a good thing for people who love it and who pay for it and who yeah. has made it alive and the reason why it's on TV. So I understand both sides. It, it's, it's, it's fucked up, but in the end, no one's ever going to be completely happy. So just yeah, deal with just it, wanna, I guess. I just want to piggyback off what you're saying, Stevie. And I totally understand, but if you choose, if you choose to take a project over, you should have the fans at heart all the time. That's of the way course. I feel about it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna give these people that are waiting for something that they grew up with, like my older brother and cousins, they watch this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like I just remember them talking about He Man all the time. And it's like well people they're older now and they want to kind of relive that stuff, you know? This is for them. This exactly. is what they grew up with. And it's like, if you choose to kill don't do it at the beginning. That's like, true, too. I see what you're saying, though. See, but now you know why I said if they started off with a season one of not really a true origin, but at least how He-Man came to be and the whole relationships, and then do this in the first episode of season two. I think that would have worked better. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. I like that I mean... I, I I thought overall the the story it was good. Me too. Um, I, didn't think it was I enjoyed dumb, it. Like how some people thought it was. Um, I, I have just because I know me no. and D we had talked about this too before, where D said that it's cool to uh, have the focus on a new character, you know, so instead of you know always having the spotlight on the main characters. And my rebuttal to that is that you could have still had He Man on the show and it's not kill him man. off, and you can still have episodes focused to showing what other characters are doing. They do this on shows all the time where it's like they have several lead characters. Like Castlevania is a, a prime example of, you know, having three main characters sure. and then showing what showing the growth between those three main characters while at the same time showing the growth from side characters that they introduce. Because like uh, Isaac, for example, mm. we get Isaac in the first season and then we see his development mm. all the way from season one all the way to season four. And actor. And Hector, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's doable. But I, see, I just wanna, I just gotta say, man. Um, I think it's tough because He Man is basically the Hulk Hogan of the show. Thank of you. Right? You can't just nobody wants to see Hulk Hogan just sitting at ringside. You know what I'm saying? They want to see him in the ring if he's there. That's so true. I just that's my my back to what you just said. Um, because it, yeah, it's true. He Man is too big. You can't do it. Yeah. No. It's just like He Man is He Man. It's true. Yeah. You know, Castlevania is Castlevania where He Man doesn't really need those people, all right? You Castlevania, gotta... they kind of, they kind of need. I was them. just going to say, it's all about He Man. Now, imagine this. How about in your guys' yeah. instance? How about if yeah. it was leveling up with Benjamin Banks and Banks was never on an episode ever again? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's a great. I, I, I like that. Travel like that. <laughs> Like that, try and be like, yeah, me and D, we could take this. We could, we could do it all. And, and then, I mean, it's I like, don't it's think, like I don't Batman think they could do Batman, it. You know, 
It's yeah. true. No, no, Rob, I, well, see, Rob can only no, do so much. It's more no, of a see, team effort at that point. Yes. To go back off of, because Stevie had mentioned earlier. Yes. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was you, D, who had mentioned that whole thing of Kevin Smith would have watched Batman and then they killed Batman. Mm. Now, they've done stuff like this in the comics before. Of course. Where it's like they, they've yeah, killed the characters. So, and I know Batman is like one of his favorites. So, I would say if if they killed all, let's say they kill all of the main characters in the Bat family, right? And now the main character in Batman is going to be, uh, I'm trying to take somebody that's low on the totem pole that they're going to make it. Who? Like a hero or villain turned hero? Yeah, let's, like, who's a hero? Uh, oh, okay, okay. They kill everybody in the Bat family, and Lucius Fox is the only person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody it's just like, see that. It's, it, it, you know, I mean, like, Lucius Fox is cool. You can say what you want, but nobody wants to see that. Yeah, but nobody you know what? They did a good job. Okay, take all that yeah. He-Man crap aside. They did a good yeah. job in honoring all the old characters. You saw all the old villains yes. come back, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You saw all the supporting casts come back. You even saw, like, the origin story of Oracle. Mm-hmm. Like, I never knew any of that shit, obviously. Like, so they did do good character development. It's yes. just that whole He-Man thing. Everyone's just caught up on that, and a lot of people couldn't get past that. But if you do get yeah. past that, there is a great story here. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, too, um, something that I wanted to touch on, uh, it was about it was about He-Man, somebody getting killed. I had a brain fart. D, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I, it's definitely an interesting argument, and it's such a nostalgic character like He-Man. So it's... It's always interesting to debate these kind of things. Now, I think the main point is don't open up with this kind of thing. You know, let He Man get a little shine, and then I was just slowly, gonna say, see, because yeah, like, we, you said like for example, when we when I was a kid, the big thing was Superman dying. No one in yeah, a yeah. million years would have thought that. No one was upset. Yeah, we were upset in terms of he's dead, not in terms of why the fuck did you do that? Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. But that's because you saw the progression happen. There was a fight, there was something, and yep. he died at the end, courtesy Correct. of Doomsday, right? But, yep. yeah. imagine if it was the first page, Doomsday comes down and just squashes him right away, and that's it, Superman's dead. What the fuck's yeah. the rest of the book about then? Like, yes. so I sort of get it, you know what I mean? But yeah. there's a way yeah. of doing but, it properly. Yes. Well, to piggyback off of what you just said, I remember... When they killed Optimus Prime in the Transformers. Or even that. People were pissed off that they killed Optimus Prime. And remember, in the G.I. Joe movie, they killed off Duke. But because of all of the backlash that they got from the Transformers movie, they killed Duke in G.I. Joe, and then they brought his character back. And it was just weird because he died in the G.I. Joe. Well, they did the opposite. They killed off Cobra Commander because then he just ended up turning fully into a snake, and then Serpentor took over, right? So I guess they sort of did the opposite because I guess as kids, see, here's the thing. As 80s kids, it's not that we were dumb. We didn't know any better. Like, you know what I mean? So you wanted to see the bad guys die. Now everyone is a smart, so to speak. So everyone knows the backstory. Everyone loves the villain. So you don't even want to see a villain die anymore. So they were able to get away with that back then. But yeah, this is a perfect example. It worked for the Transformers movie. Optimus Prime died in the first like 20 minutes of the movie. You know what I mean? So. And the movie progressed, and it was fucking one of my favorite anime movies still to this day. Like, I own a fucking DVD yeah. copy of it, right? So, it's like, they did a good job. So, I think it's sort of... Because Kevin Smith comes from my era, and I think he was looking through the lens of someone growing up in the 80s versus someone growing up now, where everyone's so much more smarter, more technology, everything at their fingertips. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to wait for something good to drop, so you want everything to be good. So, I think it's a little bit... And I think that's where the disconnect is, honestly. Yeah. And then also, too, I remember what I wanted to say now. Uh, 
because when I had put the post on Facebook asking people their opinions about this, like a lot of people were coming and, you know, saying they either hated it or they liked it. Well, somebody was like, Kevin Smith was basing this series off of the He-Man comic books. And Mm. what I had told them, I was just like, okay, that's cool that, you know, that they're taking the comics and they're using that as the basis for the story. But a lot of, like a lot of people didn't even know that there were He-Man comics, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's cool. It's cool when you do want to, you know, use that source material into something new. But still, again, like the whole the whole argument is we want to see He-Man. That's who we want to see. And um, also in the comics, because this this was never revealed in any of the He-Man cartoons. But uh, the sorceress is Tila's mother. And, oh. uh, you know, Man at Arms, so Man at Arms and the Sorcerers, they had Tila. And in the comics, Tila, she does end up becoming the new Sorcerers of Grayskull. So the theory that my friend gotcha. was telling me is that uh, what's going to happen is Tila is going to become the Sorcerers of Grayskull, and she's <coughs> going to be able to do something so that way that uh, He-Man won't die and Prince Adam will come back to the real world. Because remember, they told him, if you die again, then you're just dead. That's true. So, so like that's so that's what he thinks that they're going for is that yeah. uh, this this is Tila's story. Tila's going to end up because when you think about it, remember the sorceress. She said that she wanted to come talk to Tila one last time. Sure. You know what I'm saying before everything ended, and then when Man at Arms wanted to tell Tila before uh, she went underground uh, that he had something to tell her, and she was just like, "No, like just hold on to it." So mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that that's what's going to happen in season two. I know Trav had mentioned before too that Kevin Smith is the type of person where he doesn't care about negative fan opinions. Sure. He just, he eats them up <laughs> and he's just like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to do what I want. You know, whereas yeah, yeah, well, yeah. some people, it's just like, you know, you can give fan criticism and the directors or the creators, they'll be like, okay, we'll take that and we'll make it better. We'll, we'll try to fix these sure. issues. But if he was already telling people to grow up before the season, season one came out mm-hmm. you know he doesn't care what y'all have to say about season two you know what i'm exactly. saying it's just so much that goes with this he-man stuff because then you have the shira fans who are pissed off because they're like well, why didn't shira get this type of animation and uh, why isn't shira on this show and well because she has her own like show the, he-man's not on the, on like the shira the series the reason why he-man was made was to piss shira fans oh off. come on and, then he, and even the creator of shira they never watched any of the Shira cartoons in the 80s. They said that Shira was just made to, uh, you know, show little boys half-naked women and whatnot. Oh, but you have fans who watch Shira, and Shira was a show that had strong female characters up yes. there, and it did them justice. Yes. So it's it, it's just weird that we live in this day and age where no you one's have satisfied. people who, who have never seen the original content and they're just going based off of images or or small videos mm. and it's it's just it's wild twitter is a wild place if uh you want to do deep dives into series yep. and stuff like that but it sure yeah, is. that's all i got to say it sure is oh my god so what do you guys give this series out of five i i give this a three out of five okay <sighs> I'll give it a four out of five, man. Outside of them taking He-Man out, man, on one hand, I wanted to see He-Man because they don't really do much with him anymore. It's such an old character. Sure. But at the same time, I was happy to see everybody else getting a lot of shine and making it more of an adventure. You know, instead of because if you if you leave He-Man in it at the same time, it's 
he man's going to crush anything you put in front of him. So it's like, then you go really into like episodic, you know, back into the old school way of making it instead of making it like an actual adventure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I liked it. It was I, fine. I was, it was glad I was happy to see him at any capacity really. So. I, I'm with you, D. I'll, I'll give it a four out of five. Yeah, I think if because again, the storytelling was so great. There's so many like mm-hmm. again, I fall for the tropes that I like. Like I'm a huge like sort of like adventure explorer type fan. So I love like Goonies, like uh, video game oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VI, where it's like a group of people who go out and they have a quest to get something, and then the exactly. group splits up and then they merge again. I love that sort of shit, and they, that was all sprinkled out throughout the whole series right and even the end where Skeletor ends up coming back kills He-Man and now he's the master of the universe like yep. so I like the way they ended it I didn't like how they started it if that makes sense and and yes. you know what I mean it but it is what it yep. is I'm sure Kevin Smith has a vision I'm sure he has it all laid out from start to finish I'm not I'm sure he's not going by one ep- one season to the next so let's just wait until the whole season or series is finished and then we could critique and see if he actually did a good job how about that if that's fair Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean, fine. That's, I'll give him that. That's the end game. That's hey, the end game for anything. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give his ass one more. Uh, one more outing. And if he screws this up or makes me unhappy, I'm coming for Bruce Wayne. You tell Kevin Smith I said that. But see, and and you know another thing about Kevin Smith too is that he's had a lot of stinkers over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm. I feel. I mean, I, I did love the Jay and Silent Bob reboot that came out. Okay, but. A lot of stuff that he's come out with over the years, uh, like Cop Out, um, what else? Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Even though I did enjoy that, uh, I'm sure you there's did. Just, there's a uh, yeah, right. <laughs> there's just uh, there's just a lot of a lot of projects that he's come out with. Where yeah, yeah. I just know that a lot of fans they just kind of just say, yeah, this is this is horrible. Uh, what was it? What was the movie? Uh, Jersey Girl. You know what I'm saying? That's it's good on most of that stuff you just Yeah, made, you know what so. I'm saying? So it's, I don't I mean, uh, yeah. I, 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 what was uh, Clerks 2? I know there's a lot of people that don't like Clerks 2, and there's a lot of people who aren't looking forward to Clerks 3. I'm looking forward to Clerks 3. I mean, I enjoy Clerks 2, but I enjoy a lot of things, though, and like that's what I always get caught up. Yeah. You're, you're somewhere in the middle. I talk. I talk to you on a weekly basis. I can say that. Yeah. No, <laughs> Especially on new stuff. On new stuff or news? Or nudes. I guess yeah, what all did you three. Say? Did you say all three, <laughs> I guess. I, mean, uh, yeah, I was just trying to make sure. What do you say? I mean, uh, hey, look, we all know that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is... Oh, of course. We yeah, almost made six. it. Almost made it to the end. <laughs> he had to bring up fucking JoJo. Hey, I just told I told D before you joined us. I said, "Hey, man, uh, the new trailer for Part Six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just came out." So, uh, you know I what I said? Doing, I'm, I'm gonna be doing a reaction video on that. And then this guy are. D, this guy D was just like, "I don't see a lot of JoJo stuff here at this con." <laughs> I'm just like, "Yeah, it's because you're not looking." I saw JoJo stuff. He, he won't point it out either, Steve. Yeah, he just won't point it out. I don't, I don't gotta point it out. Hey, look, I Every love JoJo. I saw One Piece everywhere. I'm building the ship right now. I'm working on the One Piece model right now. Yeah, but you but you paid them to have that One Piece stuff out there so that way that they can see it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, D, he does love One it's Piece. for you, Banks. It's cool. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, I know that JoJo is an anime that D loves. I know Trav loves it. <laughs> even, the, even though they try to hide it's, it. It's going like to be okay. <laughs> when that box shows up on your front door and it says, from Michael. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, with uh, except for like we've hit it out of the park. How many times have we said it over and over? He Man missing. That's the big thing. Everyone knows that. Like that's the main factor here. But again, the storytelling is great. We didn't even touch on all the great voice actors that are in it. Like you know what I mean. That yeah. was fantastic no, too. You know what I mean? So, again, I just don't think this should have been a season one. That's it. If it was a season yeah. two, no complaints. No, that, no, don't open up with that. Thank you. That's pretty I much I think it was it. a little much for the fans that like He-Man. You know, I think it was a bit much for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for the worst story of the week? Yep. Let's That's go right. ahead and get into it. Let's do it. Well, I don't want to put you guys on the spot and ask you if you have any sort of fetishes. Because, again, to each his own. I'm not here to, to judge. If you want to get freaky behind the closed doors, that's up to you. As long as it's both consenting, all for it. I'm one of those type of guys. I don't. Really, I really don't care. But how about this? Where do you draw the line of something you really enjoy versus a fetish? I think. Right. Well, I think one is something you gotta have. You yeah. know, if if you have the opportunity to have it, you have it. Versus something yeah. you, you just enjoy, which is something I would consider I like. Okay. Right. I think that's it. Because I guess for some people, you could consider like nerd culture stuff like video games, comic books, sort of a fetish, them. right? Because you have to have them. It's true. Uh, well, I think it I gets... wouldn't call it a fetish. A fetish is more, uh, okay, like if, say, uh, let's, let, let's take a Final Careful Fantasy. Careful, thanks. Let's take, let's, all right, no, better yet. Let's say Dragon Ball Z, for example, right? Okay. It's just like you can, you know, be a fan of Dragon Ball Z. And you you enjoy watching it, you enjoy playing the video games, you enjoy listening to the music. But I feel like more a fetish is more of when you take those characters from Dragon Ball Z and like say like say like I got Dragon Ball Z Funko Pops, sure. right? And I just have them up for my collection. But then you have some people who have fetishes where they'll get a Boma life size pillow, which they did have at the con yesterday that we saw. Okay. And then you sleep every night with that Boma life size pillow. And you have to have it by your side at all times. I feel like that's more of a fetish. And I think fetishes are more sexual, if I'm not mistaken, as well, right? So, like, for example, if you like to have sex in front of your Funko dolls or jerk off to them, that's a fetish. Yeah, yeah. if you cut a hole into that bone with a life-size pillow, like, that's (laughs) That's a a fetish. fetish. Hey, some guys out there love Sethiroff. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, how about this? What if you're into something? Like, for example, if you have a certain type, like, say you're into... Asians, or if you're into just black or white people, like you know what I mean, is that considered a yeah. fetish or just a preference? That's a preference, right? I but see, I, yeah, see, it can I go either like way. I think it just right when you bring it up, it's a psychological thing. Okay, yeah, okay. it is, it is, it because is because they're they're all on the same path, but it's yes. just taking different, different degrees, different directions on yeah. that path. If that uh-huh. makes any sense, I think it's on the same scale. It just there's different levels to it. Okay, so now how about how about this? Let's get to the actual story. Comes from Maryland, so involves librarians. Are librarians a fetish, or is that just like for foreplay and stuff like that? Could be a king, right? Right. Okay. So where this is leading, there was a man who would call this library all the time and ask. And I didn't even know this was a certain... I don't know if it's just in the States or if it's up here too in Canada. So you could actually call the library and ask them to read you transcripts of stuff. And they will actually do it for you. 
So instead of going what? in person to read, to like, like if you're doing like research or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll read it to you, even if it's an hour or two. They'll have to. It's I guess it's something in what they have to do yeah, as, as a librarian. Sick, that's crazy, cool. right? Yeah, it is. So you, you technically, I, I hate these people who go to the library and read the newspaper on the fucking wooden stick. That's that's another point for another day. But yeah, um, you could technically have the librarian read you the whole fucking newspaper from start to finish if you wanted to be a fucking asshole about it. <laughs> crazy, yeah, right? That's, that's crazy. That's yeah, I didn't know. I never knew that. that. Okay, yeah. so speaking of fetishes and librarians, where this is leading oh, to now. Shit. Yeah, we know okay. where you're going. Here we go. So there's some dude who would call in, like I said. Uh, it doesn't say how often, but it says frequently. To ask the librarian... Read an obituary. No, to read a transcript specifically of a case from 1963 involving murder. Mm. And Shit. while she was reading it to him, she would notice... Like, at first she didn't think anything of it. Then he kept doing it, kept doing it. And I guess he had no shame after. So he kept. she kept noticing, like, this guy started moaning. She hears. Uh. She hears the... On the other end, uh, you know, and then obviously the climaxing and everything. And obviously this guy's fetish was listening to the librarian, read him transcripts of murder while jerking off. Uh, nice. uh, so now here's where it gets weird. Is he into the actual murder story or is he into her voice and her being a librarian? Both. Could be both. Oh, yeah. I was it's definitely that. right. It's too, it's too um, particular. Like, you know what I'm saying? If he just wanted to read stuff, it wouldn't be murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be like, hey, read, read me read me murders. And then you had the other thing that's attached to it is it was a certain uh, case from the 1900s, you know? So, true. That's true, too true. particular. And that who knows, like, in this case, like, it could, it could have been about, like, the person who murdered the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they mm-hmm. slept with him. And, mm-hmm. and it goes into details True. on like what this person did. I, I know um, back in wow. the day, like they don't do this anymore on E Hollywood uh, stories. Okay, I don't even know if E Hollywood stories is even still a thing. But back when we were growing up in the nineties and the, two, the early two thousands, yeah. um, like E used to do those stories on like murderers and stuff like that. And mm. you just telling me this story, it reminds me of this murder. I can't remember his name, but what he would do is that he would murder women. And then after he would murder them, he would he would lay them in bed okay. and put them into like the doggy style position. Oh my god! And then he would jerk off, and then he would Duff. he would nut into a cup, and then leave the cup right next to their deceased body in the doggy the doggy style position. What and he would leave the house. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I don't now, know, now is that now is that a fetish that he was doing, or is that a kink that he was doing? I think that's a psychological problem. Tell you the truth, like yep. exactly. when it involves hurting people, that's when you take it to a different level. Like you know, what I, like oh, I said, yeah. okay, some people like getting lightly spanked and a little bit choked, whatever. But when you're physically yeah. taking someone's life or your intent is to hurt them, yeah. then mm-hmm. there's something. The, the wires aren't all. Yeah, right. Right up there, you know. So what the I mean? wires are crossed. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, how about this? I'll throw you a quickly before you guys plug your shit. Now, do you think anyone jerks off listening to your guy's voice while you're podcasting? I mean, Maybe I don't try know. Maybe I don't try. know about. Hold on. What did you say? <laughs> I said maybe Trabs. <laughs> I mean, Trabs does get off hey. on his voice sometimes. Oh, hey, shit. T- tell me this anime is trash. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> hey, Trabs might have some women out there that's, oh, that's just 
that love here. I know that I've seen people comment on our Facebook post before okay. where it's like they love Trav's laugh and all this other <laughs> or, stuff. Or like, Banks, hey, say say that's fire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, right, like, Who is this? And then they just hang up. I know that a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure oh, fans are crazy. Fuck. I'm sure somebody can be like, I'm sure somebody can be like, Banks, say it's a JoJo reference. Talk about JoJo mm-hmm. some more. They just, they just put it on loop. But I, but I do know that I've had. I don't know about Trevor D, but I have had several people tell me that I have a a good voice when it comes to the podcast and stuff. There you go. And they always tell me that I should either do voice acting or radio. So why not? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, people might be like, "Oh my god!" Like, listen to that. What I remember when I was working at Party City back in the day, and women would call up to Party City. They would order their balloons, right. and then they would call back up there and be like, "Hey, can I get that guy's number who I just <laughs> talked to?" I like, yeah. So, who knows? Fire. There you go. There you go. All right, boys, plug your shit where people can find you. Anything up and coming? Floor's all yours, man. Okay, you can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have a YouTube. It is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks where we have interviews, reaction videos, and reviews. And uh, our podcast where we have new episodes that come out. Every Tuesday, you can find that on any podcast or music streaming apps. Just search for Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Uh, now that COVID is kind of, uh, you know, getting smaller because we have the vaccine and stuff now, and the world is kind of going back to normal, uh, I am I am wrestling right now. Uh, so uh, if you follow me on all of my social media pages, I will post where I'm going to be wrestling at. Um so yeah, that's it for me, D. Yep, you can find me at rebellious double underscore D23 at Instagram.com. Like, follow, subscribe to the pod. Subscribe to Leveling Up with Banks. And we'll see y'all next time. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast DAP at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors. Because if it helps them out, it most definitely helps me out. And please, again, beat it over the head a million times. Rate, subscribe, and review. One last quick question. One word answer, quickly. One remake from the 80s or 90s anime cartoon that you want to see. Thanks, you, you already know what I'm about. You know yeah, what you I'm you about. You go first. Yeah, it's from the said, 80s or 90s that we want to see remade. Yep. D, go ahead. Ronald Warriors. That's a good All right, I mean... We talk about this all the time. but Or, I mean, if you're going to do a movie, I'll take a cure. If Netflix chooses to do an update on it, it didn't really, you know, it's really old looking as far as animation. So, yeah, I'd take a cure in a heartbeat. Or, or Running Warriors. Thanks. Uh, for me, it would definitely be Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest oh. was a fun cartoon to watch when I was a kid. And then I know that they had that one remake in the early 90s where... I mean, Johnny Quest was all, it was always a serious cartoon. Like, people were getting shot. I remember when explosions. that movie came out? Yeah, the movie man, came out. It was on loop on, uh, it just on TNT. Playing. Yeah, I, was like, I, I remember. I watched the hell out of that. I remember, the, yeah, the movie came out back in the yeah. day, and TNT just had it on loop, just like shit. how they do a, uh, a Christmas story. Oh, they just shit, had man. it on loop all day. But, um, oh, man, Haji? Haji, uh huh. Jo- 
I feel like the closest remake that we've gotten to Johnny Quest is uh, the Venture Brothers because I know that characters from Johnny Quest have been in that show. And then it's on Cartoon Network, so Hanna-Barbera and all that stuff. It's under the same umbrella. But I would love for an actual Johnny Quest remake to come out. And I would love for them to bring back Quest World. But I I want the style to still be um, similar to how the real adventures of Johnny Quest was, where... Mm -hmm. You know they were older. Shit, I mean, if they if they do Johnny Quest, let them actually be adults now. That's what I would love to see. Have them as adults now. You know, Doctor Quest and Race, they can still be around. Johnny and Jesse, they're married now. They have their own kid. Race Bannon was the shit back in the day. Oh no, Quest. Um, but yeah, I I would love to see a Johnny Quest remake, and uh, I I would want them to do it justice. I don't want them to bring it back and to change on the animation. Don't don't make no fucking Johnny Quest go like Teen Titans go and Thundercats roar. The, the daughter of Johnny Quest or some shit like that. Yeah, Nobody hey, hey. and keep keep Kevin Smith away from oh Johnny Quest because because Kevin Smith would kill Johnny Quest in the first episode. Hey, and I'm just this, like, come the on. The opening scene is him turning the car key, bro, and the, the fucking hey, the car, car explodes. Like, hey. Bro, what no? What happened is is Johnny Haji. Race and Doctor Quest would get on the plane. The plane would explode, and Bandit Damn. would be the only person that survived. And now Bandit is with some some random girl, and yep. and that's and that's what Johnny Quest would be. And I was just like, ah, yeah, yep, so yeah, we're good on that. Awesome. On that note, he's D. He's Banks. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Peace. Pinkies up, everybody. Bye.